0: What, do you think we're going to go away forever? We were just going to let the correspondents over at the Pinball Network have their own show? My God, the inmates are running the asylum in the pinball podcasting world. I know there's no news out there. They know there's no news out there. All the other shows, were always banking on Canada to give them their topics, but we went away for a few weeks. Now, we're not back for good. But you know what? We're going to do a little special edition of Canada's Pinball Podcast out there just to remind all of you. Why we're the number one pinball podcast out in the world. You know, maybe my hopes were too high. Maybe I just had lofty expectations that the pinball content creators could create content that would be entertaining and exciting, even if new games weren't shipping. But you know what? It can't happen. They just can't do it. They can't do it. You could have five people on one show at one time. Doesn't equal one Canada. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to prove to everybody out there that even when there's no pinball news you can make, pinball entertainment exciting and what we're going to do on this special edition of canada's pinball podcast is i'm here to prove to you that even when there's no pinball news that canada's fake pinball news is actually more interesting than the real pinball news that is out there that is right i am going to do something i've never done before i'm going to admit at the beginning of the show that the news you're about to hear today is fake Think of it as satire, as imaginary headlines in the pinball world that if they were true would give you a good chuckle. Now, what you're going to love is that a lot of these are sort of based upon stuff that is actually happening in the pinball world. Now, before we do Canada's fake news segment, which I think you're going to love, a few things, a few things. We will cover off on a f- some of the new stuff that's happened in the pinball world. that's not a lot. Definitely not a lot. What's the first thing? Chicago Gaming Company, the royal editions of Medieval Madness have made it out into the world, and I'm seeing people unbox them. So that's cool. I don't know about you, but I don't know. There's something about this game was shown to us in October of 2019, and by the time this game has finally made it out, it just doesn't really excite me as much as it did way back then. I'm sort of happy I gave up my spot on it for a Rick and Morty. Now, speaking of Rick and Morty, where is my game number 50? Still waiting on it. Now, I just saw yesterday that Wisconsin has thrown out, like the Supreme Court or whatever their court is. They ruled it unconstitutional to have people not go back to work. So, Spooky Pinball can technically reopen its doors as of, I think, today. But here's the thing people are forgetting about. It's not just Wisconsin that has a law around staying at home and not going into work. It's other states in which Spooky Pinball relies on parts, mainly Illinois and mainly the city of Chicago. So I don't think that this means that the assembly line will be moving tomorrow. I don't think this means the supply chain for Spooky Pinball will be turned back on immediately Okay, so people need to relax a little bit. There's a lot going on in the world and you don't wanna rush back to business unless you're sure that the people you're working with can be safe and I think we all agree on that. Now speaking about getting back to work, Stern Pinball, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So there's some speculation that Stern Pinball is actually secretly building these games and we're gonna see them at the end of the month. And I don't really feel like that is going to happen. I don't think Stern Pinball would break the law to get this game on the line. I think they're doing the right thing. I do think that there might have been some Ninja Turtle pros that could have been built before they shut down the factory. We know one of them. We know one of them is inside Dwight Sullivan's house because he's doing the code. And and everyone, everyone did have a collective moment of sighing and shrugging their shoulders. That Dwight Sullivan is going to be the coder on this game. And Dwight, I think I speak for the whole community when I when I want to tell you this. Now, first and foremost, if you have kids listening to this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast, now is the time to turn off the podcast. There will be some swearing on this show starting now and going into some of my fake news segments, okay? So you've been warned your children's ears can be preserved. Their innocence can remain intact. So Dwight, I think I speak for the whole community when I say Ninja Turtles is in your hands. Please don't fuck it up. Please don't fuck it up, okay? Don't fuck it up. Now speaking of like, Canada's news segments, before I go to my fake news, I actually want to air for you a chat between Gary Stern and Dwight Sullivan. As Dwight was talking to Gary about why he should be the coder on Ninja Turtles, you know, Gary's very bullish. And when he talks to people like Dwight, I mean, he's a little arrogant, but I overheard Gary Stern and Dwight Sullivan having a conversation. Now, I just want to play that conversation for you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Stern, talking to Dwight Sullivan.
1: But I'd like to speak to the guy who put this together. Mr. Sullivan, is it? Does he speak English?
0: Hey, how are you doing? I'm, well, thank you. I'm really glad to be here.
1: Oh, Mr. Sullivan, you're here. Good morning. Maybe you could tell me what you think is going on here. And please speak as you might to a young child or a golden retriever. It wasn't brains that got me here. i can sure you of that.
2: So a lot of people give me credit where I don't Where I believe I don't deserve A lot of people come up and tell me that Wow, you know, you worked on Lord of the Rings Or you worked on, um, you know know, Simpsons Pinball Party and, And those were my favorite games And thanks, thanks for doing such a great job And I'm like, well, you're welcome But, you know, those weren't my games I had, you know, like everything you think is fun about those games Was probably attributed to Keith Johnson Let me tell you something, Mr. Sullivan
1: Do you care to know why I'm in this chair with you all. I mean why I earn the big bucks.
2: That's, that's a good question. Um, I know nothing about what jobs and careers are. I have no plan.
1: I'm here for one reason and one reason alone. I'm here to guess what the music might do a week, a month, a year from now. What have I told you since the first day you stepped into my office?
2: There's a billion people that make pinball, that make you know those three games.
1: There are three ways to make a living in this business. Be first, be smarter, or cheat. No, they didn't come out right. And Mr. Sullivan, what does your model say that that means for us here?
2: And I thought the multipliers were good, and I put lots of effort into lots of different ways where you can build up your multipliers. You had shot multipliers, and you had playful multipliers, and they multiplied against each other. And
1: What you're telling me is that the music is about to stop. And we're going to be left holding the biggest bag of odorous excrement ever assembled in the history of capitalism.
2: Where Star Wars gets complicated is when somebody that knows the rules tries to explain it to somebody who doesn't. When you're explaining Star Wars to somebody, it gets complicated fast. You know, working with Dwight is nuts. <laughs>
0: Oh, so funny. Nobody wants Dwight to fuck up Ninja Turtles, so we're going to see what he does with the game. Now, he's had a lot of time to make that game shine with this pause and this delay in manufacturing, so the pressure is on, Dwight. Don't fuck it up. Now, speaking of pressure, now, we broke the news, and this was legitimate news, when Jersey Jack Pinball was moving to Chicago. Now, you know I heard from people who worked in in the Jersey Jack Jersey factory that said the first time they heard about the move was on Canada's Pinball Podcast. That is 100% the truth. This is not part of the fake news yet. Now, but what is interesting is that when we've been talking about Pat Lawler laying down the law, we we were hitting on a nerve. Now, I was able to go over to Chicago during this pandemic and actually listen in on Pat Lawler talking to the employees of Jersey Jack Pinball Chicago. And I'm here to tell you, he's got a very aggressive approach to motivate these people in Chicago. I'm not sure it's gonna work, but I think it lives up to the sort of strident way he likes to address people to get great products out the door. Let's listen to Pat Lawler addressing the Chicago employees at JJP. Oh, you motherfuckers, (laughs) okay. All right, I'm putting cases on all you bitches, huh? You think you can do this shit? You think you can do this to me? You
2: motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of do the fuck you think you fucking with. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, sounds like it's going to be a fun place to work at Jersey Jack in Chicago. Can't wait to uh, they start things up there. So speaking of a not so fun place to work in Chicago in the pinball world... American Pinball has been a place of promise, of optimism, and of sales flops, and there's no way to spin it. And unfortunately, when I went over to American Pinball recently, after they revealed Hot Wheels and the sales numbers aren't where they thought they would be, I overheard Daval talking to Joe Balser. And these are two men who have gone in this together. Davo put his company's fortune in Joe Balser's hands, and he, I, I think he's upset. I think he was upset with Joe Balser, and I want you to listen to Davo talking to Joe Balser uh, when they realize that they might have a third sales flop on their hands. I give you facts. They don't give they me are not
2: facts. A what fat? They are fucking facts! What's that? Fuck you! Fuck you! I I like you fuck you! Why don't you kick the bed some more? Fuck you! Fuck you, you fuck lazy you. ass piece of fuck shit! Fuck you, I'm not lazy! I'm done! You're uh, fucking lazy! No, you make shit you yeah, fucking I lazy! Fucking I make shit up! hate you! No. are son hates you! Oh, they do! Yeah. Who the fucking likes you except for me? No, Except for me! No, you don't Who fucking Who likes you. you except for me? Except for me. You yes, shut up. I'm the only one who likes you. you. Fuck you, too. Fuck you.
0: Man, I hope that Joe and Davo can work out their differences because they they sound like they're about to go fist to cuffs. All right, so here's what we're gonna do now. The world said there's no pinball news. Canada said they're wrong. We are going to give you the world exclusive premiere of Canada's pinball podcast fake news now what's going to be fun about this segment is that one of the things that I say in this fake news segment is actually real and I wonder if you can guess which one of these news segments actually happened okay now let's kick it off let's do what other shows do let's 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 make it a little bit of a segment with some music and an introduction so here we go with Canada's fake news segment Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Canada's Pinball Podcast, breaking news in the world of pinball. Let's get started right now. Our first news story comes to us from American Pinball. American Pinball to rerun Jersey Jack Pinball's hit title, The Wizard of Oz, without Jersey Jack's permission. (laughs) After three sales flops in a row, American Pinball founder Dabo Vassini has this to say about the move. As you know, We haven't sold many games and since we invested everything in Joe Balser, it's only fair we get access to every game he's designed," said Vassini. With so many versions of Woz out there, we're hopeful nobody will even notice this move. (laughs) Deep Pinball announced today that games 6, 7, and 8 are delayed due to COVID-19, but games 9, 10, and 11 are right on schedule company sets February 30th as release date for all titles moving forward Robert Mueller had this to say about the announcement nobody has ever shipped games 9 10 and 11 as their first three titles said Mueller starting at game number one is so easy and expected and this bold move to jump right to games 9 10 and 11 will put us in a position to disrupt the market When asked if games 9, 10, and 11 would be licensed themes, Mueller had this to say, We don't know yet. We won't start working on games 9, 10, and 11 until we finish games 18, 19, and 20. Those three we're truly excited about and can't wait to show everyone. Steve Bowden was asked if Raza code was complete, to which he responded, What's Raza? Where am I? And what have I done? (laughs) Jersey Jack Pinball to make The Matrix Pinball with zero assets from The Matrix and no rights to actually say The Matrix. The game will feature nothing from the film, but promises to be Jersey Jack's deepest and most confusing game to date. When asked to comment on this, Jack said, Whenever we start a new game, we ask ourselves one simple question. How much of what people love about this theme can we leave out? I was so impressed when we made Willy Wonka. It's challenging to make a musical pin and find a way to leave the songs out. But we did it, said Jack. With The Matrix, I pushed this team to the limit and they came back with a game that doesn't resemble The Matrix at all. And I'm sure the fans are going to love it. Stern Pinball announces flipper bats on all games will cost extra and ship two months after the game ships. For years we've been testing to see how little we could give customers for the money, said Gary Stern. After Elvira couch, this move seemed natural and we are confident our customers will appreciate the extra time we are giving the clear coats to cure as they wait for their flipper bats to arrive. Stern Pinball admitted has no idea what a lifestyle brand is. (laughs) Just sounded cool, said Zach Sharp. Black Knight Topper makes history as first topper to sell more units than the game itself. (laughs) Stern announced today that 473 Black Knight toppers have been sold to sit on top of the 329 Black Knight games that have been purchased by customers. When asked to comment on the news, the game's designer Steve Ritchie had this to say, at least Dwight Sullivan wasn't on the code. (laughs) A smaller local news item just in, distributor Zach Many misunderstands the term sellout, thinks it means a good business day. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Balser announces Novemberfest Pinball. Game will go on sale every month of the year, except November. When asked what Novemberfest was about, Balser had this to say about the theme and design direction of the game. In Novemberfest, you play as a pinball designer that just designed Oktoberfest. (laughs) The goal of the game is to sell as many Oktoberfests as possible. Your score equals games sold, said Balser. It's a challenging game as every switch in the game multiplies your score by zero. So the goal is to not hit anything. As far as design goes, it looks a lot like Houdini. In fact, it is Houdini. We had a lot left over in the warehouse. Kugler and I messed around with the code. I brought in Dabble, made him close his eyes, then look, voila, Novemberfest was born. You can buy it any month except November exclusively at Pinball Star. <laughs> so Dennis Nordman announces he's quitting Stern Pinball even though he doesn't work there. It was time, said Nordman. He doesn't even work here, said George Gomez. <laughs> Pat Lawler comes clean and admits he watched Free Willy instead of Willy Wonka when designing Last Game. Reports indicate that legendary Lawler was confused when Joe Katz's code wasn't about a killer whale trying to escape, but instead, a charismatic chocolatier searching for a child to inherit a magical candy land. (laughs) I spent months studying the underwater movements of the orca, said Lawler. Jerry Stellenberg confirms that none of P3's P's stands for profit reveals to the world they stand for platform, ponder and platypus (laughs) (laughs) and finally some late minute breaking news as a testament to its superior quality Stern Pimble announced today it will refund buyers $1,000 for every playfield dimple the fine print reads the offer is valid, as long as no games are played. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff from This Week in Pinball mistakenly mails Christopher Franchi's Twippy Award for Best Pinball Artist to Stern Pinball. <laughs> Gary Stern replies, we will use it as a door stopper. All right, so which one was it? Which one was the real news story that wasn't fake? It actually was the last news story on the list. Jeff Patterson over at This Week in Pinball mailed Christopher Franchi's Twippy Award for best pinball artist to Stern Pinball. And we know those two entities don't get along, so I really hope Stern Pinball gets Franchi his award back in one piece. I can't believe Jeff did that. Jeff, how could you mail Franchi's award to Stern Pinball, that would be like you mailing Canada's Podcast Twippy Award to American Pinball Headquarters. That's how much they love Franchi over at Stern. That's how much American Pinball loves Canada. So I hope you'd enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed this snackable version of Canada's Pinball Podcast. And I just want to say. Of course I was joking when I was making fun of all the other pinball podcasters out there. These guys are doing a great job giving you entertaining pinball content for free during a moment in time in which there is no pinball news. So you know who they are, the Super Duper Awesome Pinball Podcast, the Slam Tilt Show, These uh, poor man's pinball podcast, the loser kid pinball podcast, the pinball network with the pinball show and all the other shows on the pinball network. It's a period of time in which there's not much to talk about. So I give these gentlemen credit for actually still doing their shows during this pandemic. The reason I took a break is it's just not a lot going on. And I can't read Pinside and hear you fools debate about whether or not they're going to make Pirates of the Caribbean again. It's just over and over and over again. And it just goes to show when there's no new in-box games, how stale, how stale the conversation becomes in pinball. It's unbelievable. We need new games. This, this community on Pinside and a lot of you collectors, without new games, it's like you're going through withdrawal. It's, I always said it, it's an addiction and new in box games are the drug you need to stay happy. We don't want to just be done with new in box and only be able to look at the games from the past because then we have to look at Pirates of the Caribbean and are they going to remake it? Who cares when you could buy that game, nobody wanted it. Now that you can't buy it, everybody wants it. What a great marketing strategy, Jersey Jack Pinball. All right, everybody, have a good day. Stay safe. This doesn't mean Canadas Pinball Podcast is back. I just wanted to give you a little episode to laugh at, to make fun of me. It's what everyone loves to do. It's what everybody loves to do. I want to sign off with a little message to my best friend out there in the world. He's the most supportive guy to Canadas Pinball Podcast, Hilton. This is my message to you. When you're slapped, you'll take it and like it.